We listen to Modest is Hottest, and we're going to get into it this week on Dropping Sunday. Hey, hey, welcome to Dropping Sunday. I'm one of your hosts, Seth. And I am your other host, Andrea. If this is your first time around here, Dropping Sunday is a semi-reverent look at Christian pop culture. Uh, Just a couple of notes. We are not here to get you saved. We're also not here to tick you off. Although we definitely want to know if either of those things happen. Yes, this is a podcast by Christians for Christians, but you definitely don't need to believe to belong. You can join the conversation at Dropping Sunday on all the things. Hey, Andrea. Yeah. How's your heart? It's great. Good. Are you trying to avoid talking about this song today? You know, I told you that I had been I'd been seeing this. Yes. Obviously, this is what we do. Yeah. We we look for Christian pop culture. And sometimes it looks for us. And sometimes <laughs> it just finds us. It it pursues us. And this is one that I had been seeing and I had been avoiding. I said, yeah. "You know what? I don't really want to listen to that even though I knew I I knew eventually I would have to." Yeah. And then I did. Yeah. I mean, so. uh, one of our pod actually sent it to me. He's like, have you seen this? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, um, no, I have not. Uh, and now I have. So, yeah. um, mm-hmm. and, and here's the thing. Unfortunately, by the time you're hearing this, you can't go find this anywhere. Yeah. Um, it, it's been taken down. From Is it even on Spotify things. anymore? It It is. It is still on Spotify. So you can go find, um, you can go find the audio of it. Yes, the you video will, is gone. You will not be able to find the video. Um, I think there's some reasons for this, and we'll kind of talk about it. But uh, did you ever watch the video? The, I didn't because oh, I was at work. Okay, so I pulled up the songs. I'm like, okay, I need. To, I didn't realize that there was a video. <laughs> yeah, I didn't because I didn't Google it until I went to find the lyrics, and then yeah. I just Google "Modest is Hottest" lyrics, and it pulls up the first website. You know, sure, sure, sure. I, and I was at work, so yeah. I didn't really deep dive I should have. Yeah, apparently. no, it's fine. It's fine. Um I'm sad I missed it. You you should be. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's good stuff. So um I say we just dive in. Shall okay. we? Let's do it. Okay. You go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's talk about what this is. Yes. Uh the song is by a Christian artist. A, yep. Yeah. Okay. An artist who's a Christian. An artist who's a Christian yeah. who writes music that plays on radio stations that play music like that. Yeah. Um, that play Christian music. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to avoid saying that yeah. because <laughs> I just know, I just know, I know you. No, it's fine. Um, We're doing good. And so Matthew West, yeah. who I like, by the way, yeah. I like his music. I've, I've sung a couple of his songs at weddings and things like that. Sure. So, I mean, he's not one that I, he's not we, on my regular Spotify hey, list. We've talked about him quite a bit on the show. Him. I mean, he's got a voice like butter. We've talked he about. Does. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. He's a good songwriter. Great songwriter. And then he wrote a song called uh, Modest is Hottest. Yes. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I do want to point out that um, a few months ago, we played a song of his called Quarantine Life. Yes. And so, you know, he, he's kind of gone into the uh, absurd. The, the absurd, the, the parody, almost the Weird Al Yankovic kind of... I mean, yeah. I know, I know. Weird, Weird Al does parodies of existing songs, songs existing yeah. songs. Yeah, you should never be parodying yourself. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> and I mean, it's almost like a, it's like he's trying to be a comedian yeah. a little bit. Yeah. 
Uh, which is, I mean, we've talked about Christian comedians on the show. We, we sure have. I mean, um, okay, a couple of things. First thing I want to say, yeah, um, the song that he that is getting the most play on the radio right now is "Truth Be Told." Mm-hmm. Okay, and I want to say that that is a legit good song. Mm. I didn't like. Uh, I, there's parts about the songs I don't like about every song that I, that I don't like, right. but the overall message of I say I'm fine, but I'm not. Mm. It brings some awareness to some mental health issues. It brings some uh, awareness to people being fake in churches, yeah. you know, um, and, and things that need to be yeah. brought up in in church and in this realm. And, and it just says, hey, listen, mm-hmm. you're if you're not OK, that's fine. You're you're allowed to not be OK. Nobody is OK. Right. And I think I think that's good. Some of his um, uh, some of his other songs, the the God Who Stays. Um, what if, I mean, there's some really good songs on, uh, on his newest record that, um, that, that I do, I do actually enjoy mm-hmm. listening to. Okay. Um, he's also got a podcast I've never listened to. We've talked about how I don't enjoy Christian podcasts. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, he's got the Matthew S podcast that started during quarantine. It's on, um, the, that sounds fun network. Mm. Um, the Annie F downs. Annie F. Downs um, yeah. Hey, listen, I'd love to be part of the network. Annie F downs. If you get a hold of this, if you're somehow listening to this. Yeah. I mean, listen, we, we, we enjoy, uh, your Enneagram summers. Uh, <laughs> we, uh, we enjoy Matthew West. We are not here to rip apart Matthew West. No, at no. All. We're, we're here to talk about a, a song. We're here to talk about one specific song and, uh, and some challenges that it presented and really not even about the song, but kind of how, not even Christians, but like ex-evangelicals really started leaning yeah. in. So we're really talking more about, um, uh, what people responded to and how they responded. Yeah. And, and I also, I think that we should talk a little bit about the issues that the song stems from Yeah, uh, in the, in the, the Christian realm and the church realm. This is a topic we have touched on before, but we're going to, we're going to dive into it a little bit more and just some things that I have found on the internet recently, some own like personal experiences, you as a dad of a daughter, you know, all of these things, we're going to talk about it. What, what should the response be and how can the church do it better? Okay. So this is what I think we should do. Okay. I think that we should actually, listen through the song and talk about, we'll stop along the way and talk about lyrics. How's that? And then we can kind of talk about everything overall. Mm -hmm. So what we're going to do is we're going to kind of play through the song, stop, and then talk about why it's problematic. Okay. okay? Um, And then we'll talk about why, uh, why it being problematic is also problematic. (laughs) Is that okay? So there is some defense coming. So everybody just hold, hold on. Here we go. You ready? Here we go. (laughs) I don't want to do this. We're doing it anyway. It's me and father. I think it's time we had a talk. Okay. So we're, (laughs) dear daughter, it's your father. I think it's time we had a talk. Um, This is something that I say to my, to my, my kids all the time, Mm -hmm. specifically to my daughter. We had a talk with her today, Mm -hmm. uh, talking about stuff on the internet, you know? Okay. Hey, we got to have a talk. Yep. Got to have a dad daughter talk. You got to trust me. Right. Okay. As parents. That's your job. Hey, how about talk to your kids occasionally? You don't have to scream at them all the time. No, just I like how this is starting. And talk to them about the things that need to be talked about. Yeah. Don't shy away from it. Don't, don't be afraid to have the hard conversations. That's literally your job. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, don't expect other people to raise no. your kids because otherwise they'll get their influence from other places. Exactly. Okay, here we go. I want, are, Done. We're, we're off to a great start. Great start. Okay. The boys are coming around because you're beautiful. All right, I'm going to stop here. Uh, <laughs> Y'all just settle in. <laughs> the boys are coming around. Why? Because you're beautiful. Yeah. Because you're smart. No. Because you're funny. Uh-uh. Because you're kind. No. Uh, beca- they don't care. Because you're a good friend. No. Why are they coming around? Just because you're beautiful. That's a problem. Okay. And it's all your mother's fault. Okay. Um, so uh, his wife is uh, is beautiful. Mm-hmm. She's uh, she she is beautiful. Uh, this is uh, I think this is a line meant to be a compliment. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it should be taken as such. Boys are coming around. You're beautiful. Also, you got your looks from your mom. Yeah, I'm okay with this. Yeah, but also, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've been trying hard to raise you up right. No drinking, no smoking, no swearing. Any problems? No. Okay. But your old man's got a little more advice when it comes to the clothes that you're wearing. Now, as a dad, I get a say in what my kids wear. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty much on a regular basis. I'm fine with this. I got some advice on what, what yeah, on some absolutely. of the clothes you're wearing. Yeah. Especially if you're the parent buying the clothes. Yeah, for sure. Okay, here we go. Listen. Modest is hottest. The latest fashion trend is a little more Amish, a little less Kardashian. Okay. So <laughs> modest is hottest. Okay. It's the latest fashion trend. Mm-hmm. A little more Amish, a little less Kardashian. Yes. Okay. Tell me your thoughts. Here's the thing. Yeah. I am I am not a parent. Okay. I am a daughter. Okay. So I'm I'm looking trying to look at this from multiple points of view. And right off the bat, my first initial reaction is he's trying to be silly. Mm-hmm. It does I'm not offended by it. Good. Okay. He's he's trying to be fil- silly. I, you know, fashion trend, Kardashian, fashion trend, Kardashian, yeah. all those things. So I'm not by offended. Way, how excited was he when he realized that fashion trend and Kardashian? Matched? Oh, I, you, you can't, <laughs> like, guys. That rhymes, that rhymes, the, okay. <laughs> the joy in that room at that moment was off the charts. <laughs> he was so happy. He was so excited. So excited. Okay, go ahead. Um, probably as excited as he was when he realized modest and hottest. Brian. Oh yeah, modest, hottest. Yeah, <laughs> that, he's not the it's first there. person to hear it. Okay. Um, I also just have a problem with this. Like, you want your daughter to be hot i don't understand like hey you're wanting to be like hey you're wanting to be hot i want you to be hot too modest is hottest there's just a a weird paradox that doesn't really work well and we've talked about uh the the christianese phrase smoking hot wife oh yes yes and that's a lot of what i saw today Uh is in fact what i the first tweet that i saw about this this song was um oh good we've moved on from smoking hot wife to modest hottest daughter okay yeah <laughs> nothing weird about that at all no yeah it's uh <laughs> listen i think that my daughter is beautiful mm-hmm. uh, you'll never hear me say my daughter's hot <laughs> no never <laughs> and I, as, a, as be- a daughter yeah my dad never said things like that yeah. he didn't talk about me that way he didn't say things like that about my mom in front of me. He oh, didn't okay. describe her that way. He would call her beautiful sure. or you're looking good, hun. You're, you know, yeah. I mean, things like that. And and he was very complimentary or still is. Um, but he didn't, 
talk that way. Now, my dad is 78 years old. Well, and he's, all, he's so pretty conservative across pretty the board. Pretty conservative. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't really his vernacular. Yeah. But no, dads, you shouldn't be describing your daughters as hot. Yeah. Okay. So modest is hottest. Uh, the latest fashion trend, uh, a little more Amish, a little less Kardashian. And, and I, I think also it's making fun of Amish people, which I don't think is great, but also a little jab at, 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 at Kardashians. Yeah, the Kardashians, so, yeah, okay. which they're, let's be honest, they're kind of an easy target. Oh, for they, sure. They put themselves out there. And do they care? Uh, not a bit. <laughs> they and their gigantic bank, bank accounts, accounts yeah. don't care. Not a bit. Not a bit. All right. What the boys really love is a turtleneck. All right. So what the boys really love is a turtleneck. Hey, you know who doesn't love turtlenecks? Me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hate them. Yeah. Also boys. Boys, boys don't, don't like them either. Like but I don't care about boys. I care about me. Yeah. I don't like turtlenecks. Yeah. 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 Here we go. And a sensible pair of slacks. I don't like those either. Yeah. Well, there's a there's a, a time and a place for a sensible pair of slacks sure. for sure. Okay, honey, modest is hottest. Sincerely, your dad. Okay, um, so we were having a conversation, and now we're writing a letter. So there's just a little bit of breaking logic. It's fine. Well, um, I don't know. It says, "Dear daughter," so it kind of starts off like a letter. Okay, I'll take it. Yeah. I'll take the correction. I mean, if we're gonna nitpick, let's just go ahead and. Uh, no, thank you for correcting me. Listen, I'm 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 never wrong, so I, I love it. I love it to be corrected. Oh, never, ever, never, ever. <laughs> Character Seth is perfect all the time. Okay, here we go. If I catch you doing dances on the TikTok in a crop top, so help me God, you'll be grounded till the world stops. I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. All right, so. <laughs> Are you on the TikToks? No, you know I don't know how to do the TikToks. Okay. The TikToks has become a lot of fun for me because of uh, the... I started off with the independent fundamentalist Baptist sermon clips. Um, I can't believe they're on TikTok and I'm not. Oh, well, because it's uh, it's people making fun of like oh, these sermon clips. gotcha, yeah, 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 yeah. gotcha, it's gotcha. It's people taking things back. Hey, look how terrible this is. Um, but then Which that got is. me into like actual like Christian TikTok, which mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Marty called um, an oxymoron the other day. And I was like, well, it really just kind of depends on your algorithm, right? Mm-hmm. So whatever you watch, it gives you more of. So um, so I, I, there's a lot of weird sermon clips. And uh, I don't know if I want to see your algorithm. <laughs> no, no, it's a dark place. <laughs> yeah. So, um, <laughs> but, but there are uh, TikTok, like the, there's these weird TikTok dances like mm-hmm. that, the, you know, and, and the, yeah. they make their way into other forms of social media, mainstream media, those types right. of things. Um, okay. So if you, if I find you doing uh, uh, dances on TikTok in a crop top. Yes. Describe a crop top for me because I'm not great with the fashions. So, okay. So you have a, you have a, have a shirt. Yeah. And. Okay. <laughs> Typically, you you have a shirt that has a certain amount of length on it. Okay. A crop top is one that doesn't have any length. So okay. it shows, more often than not, it shows like your belly, your okay. whole, that whole okay. area. Yeah. Okay. So. And it's very trendy right now. Crop tops are very trendy right okay. now. And um, you can wear them. Here's the thing. You can wear them with high-waisted jeans. Okay. And you're not showing off any skin. Got it. But not everyone can pull off high-waisted jeans. Like, if like, you're if you're not a mom from the 1986. Well, because you've got you've got mom high waisted jeans, yeah. which ugh, this generation Z is that what the Gen Z is? That what I don't know. They are. They want to bring them back, and I'm like, no, you don't. You really you don't. don't know this. Yeah, you you think you do, but then you've got like 
high waisted skinny jeans. Okay. And those are better. Okay. In my opinion, but I'm a millennial and apparently that means I'm old because hey, I like the skinny jeans. Hey, can we do a, just a quick thing real quick? Uh-huh. Um, can we stop using the word millennial just in general? Can we start saying the word 40 year old adults? Because that's what millennials are, are pretty close to now. So like, how about, how about 35 year old adult? If what you say is all oh, these millennials are so lazy. Okay. If you want to say that, Instead, just change the word millennial to 35-year-old adults and see if you sound stupid. And if you sound stupid, yeah. maybe don't say it. Yeah, I, there's there's this like image that the word millennial produces in most people's heads. Yeah. And it's not it's, it's not, not accurate. It's not a 35-year-old adult. No, it's not. <laughs> no, you're it's thinking not. you're thinking millennials is still like 20 yeah. in early 20s. Millennials aren't 20 anymore. No. They not. have the next generation, the next couple of generations have yeah. already come yeah. in. So, but, uh, but I'm here, I, I'm with you on the Gen Z thing. Okay. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. On yeah. That. So, so that's what a crop top is. Okay. And I think there are some people that can wear them just like any fashion yep. across the board. Some people can wear them. Some people have the body type form and some people don't. Yeah. And that's, just, I, I don't, I'm sorry if you don't and you really want to wear it anyway, if you want to, I'm not going to judge you, sure. but I'm just telling you, it's not going to look the way, on you the way it does on a Kardashian or yeah. somebody else. Hey, um, this is just a good tip for all people. Find mm-hmm. someone who you love and mm-hmm. also trust and ask them if like your style is okay. Yeah. Um, there's a, this cat, um, doesn't wear clothes that fit because, okay. because they want to be trendy. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they're wearing trendy clothes, but mm-hmm. not necessarily clothes that fit their body style or shape. Okay. And so it, it makes makes it look really bad. Mm-hmm. And so um, instead of wearing a medium or a schmedium, like mm-hmm. literally just moving to a large would make all the difference in the world. Right. But like there's some sort of mental, just ask somebody like, hey, is this okay? Mm-hmm. And, um, and somebody that you're, you trust to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, there are plenty of times when I get dressed and look, look at my wife and go, is this okay? And mm-hmm. she's like, something weird with that shirt. It's just not working. Yeah. Is there something weird with the shirt? Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's change it. You need somebody who do that, to do that. You need people in your life. Um, hopefully, uh, if you're, if you're a small kid, you're a teenager, uh, you, you, you'll take that feedback from your parents, mm-hmm. uh, as they, as they speak into your life about these clothes. But if you're wearing a, a crop top on TikTok, so help me God. Now, <laughs> this is where seems it gets a bit dramatic, but okay. it seems, it seems a little, a little violent. Um, so help me God. <laughs> You'll be grounded until when was it said? Uh, the world stops. Yeah, you'll be grounded till the world stops. When the rapture happens. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> you'll, you'll be grounded until the end of the millennial reign. Um, I thought we were going to get so one fun. week. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, you'll be grounded till the world stops. Uh, I'm just kidding. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. There's a lot of passive aggressive. Yeah, <laughs> here. it is. Uh, but so help me God. So help me God. That's can, the part I'm like. Uh. Uh, yeah, it feels like if you if it feels like he's seeing it through clenched teeth. Yes. So help me God. Yes. yes. I'm just kidding. No, no, I'm not. not. Okay, here we go. Let's keep going. Cause modest is hottest. The latest fashion trend is a little more Amish. A little. No, they don't. Nope. Honey, modest is hottest. Sincerely 
all the parents be saying their prayers. I pray over my kids every day. Yes. I do my best to pray over them out loud every day so that they understand what it's like to hear someone mm-hmm. pray over them. Um, and also so they know that, that, that I am praying for them mm-hmm. and also to teach them how to pray. Yeah. My kids know the fruit of the spirit because every day I pray that God infuses them with their love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, and self-control. I pray that over them every day. So they hear it every day. Yes. It's important. All, all the parents be praying. Yes, but okay. I don't think they're praying what he's about to say that they're praying. Let all the girls they be wearing more layers. Never once have I ever prayed that my daughter would wear more layers. Also, we live in Texas. Oh, uh, please talk about it. It is hot. <laughs> right now. <laughs> right now. Literally right this very minute. Yes. And we are recording at 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> yes, we are. And it is hot. It's hot. <laughs> all right. Don't like the layers. No. Moms and dads round the world. Yeah, they're on their knees. I love it. Moms and dads should be on their knees for their interceding for their kids. Yes. Absolutely. Lord, make them more like Jesus and less like Cardi B. Well, okay. There's oh. a lot of things here. Uh, um, okay. Yes, a lot to unpack. Yes. Be more like Jesus. Please. Yes. That's yes, what we I, pray we for our kids. That. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any, I mean, any questions, any problems with No, I like have Jesus? no issues. Okay. Issues with that at all. I'll, I'll, I'm also going to say, I also don't really have a lot of issues with like, make them less like Cardi B. No, actually. <laughs> I'm actually okay with this lyric. Yeah. Uh, I think that this may be the best lyric. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but it also is like, are these the two extremes? Oh, I mean, maybe for girls. Maybe for girls. I mean, for boys, it'd be what? Lil Nas X? Oh, oh. <laughs> that is a lot to unpack. That is, isn't it? Uh, let's see. Cardi B, who uh, before she was a rapper, was a uh, a stripper. And yeah. how, how she was discovered was as a stripper. Mm-hmm. So there's a, uh, yeah. I, I, Whose number one song is very inappropriate. What's it called? Worship and Praise, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's called Worship and Praise. Yeah, no. Is that what, W-A-P, Worship and Praise? Sure. Okay. I'm um, not going to say what it is. <laughs> this is going downhill real fast. I'll say this as a dad. When I found out at about 20 weeks of pregnancy that I was going to have a baby girl. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't do a gender reveal. We didn't do all that stuff. Yeah, don't do that. No, it was literally like Julie was having the sonogram done. She was like, it's a hamburger. That's a girl. Hamburgers are girls. Hot dogs are boys. That's oh how God. That's how you tell on a sonogram. And so um, we didn't do like the 4D or anything else like that. Just like yeah. she just, Julie looked and was like, you want to know what it is? Like Julie told me, mm-hmm. didn't wait for a sonographer or anything else like that. And so um, I actually have a picture of the sonogram, uh, you know, uh, uh, from, from that day. And um, when I found that out, I knew that my job mm-hmm. in life was to keep her off the pole. So I know this is true like i need to raise her in the love of jesus i need to know she needs to know what her identity is and and at all at all costs keep her off the pole not what you said <laughs> it's 100 true and here's the thing one day my daughter's gonna hear this and she's gonna be like i don't understand what you mean and then one day she's gonna hear it and understand what i mean uh-huh. and then she's gonna be embarrassed sorry baby i love you um okay um so yes i want her to be more like Jesus. Uh-huh. 
and less like Cardi B. Okay. No offense to Cardi B. I think full intent. Oh yeah, no, he 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 was meant to offend. to offend her and anyone who likes her or listens to her. But also a hilarious lyric. Yeah. I'm actually Yeah, okay. She's a really nice girl and Jesus loves her, but I just think modest is hottest. The latest fashion trend is a little more Amish and a little less Kardashian. What the boys really love is a turtleneck and a sensible pair of slacks. Honey, modest is hottest. Sincerely, your dad. What the boys really love is a one piece with a raincoat over that. Uh, listen. <laughs> Can I talk as a boy real quick? What the boys really want as as okay. uh-huh. I could care less about a two piece or a one piece. It all shows it shows the form and the shape. That, and that's yeah. I mean let let let's just let's just be honest. If you're in a swimsuit, you're already there. Okay, yeah. which is um, why he added that part about with the a raincoat. Um, yeah, yeah. Here's the thing: if I see a hot girl that I mm-hmm. think is attractive in a swimming pool. In a raincoat. She won't have to worry about me hitting on her because I'll think she's stupid. She's trying to drown? She's trying to drown? Because I, I also like girls for their minds. That's You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Y- you understand what I'm saying? I do, I do. Stupid. Okay. Honey, modest is hottest. Sincerely, your dad. Trust me, modest is hottest. Sincerely, your dad. All right, so there you go. There's the whole song, guys. Uh, that's what everybody's getting all worked up about. I'm going to show you a picture of the music video. Okay. Have you seen it? I have not. Okay, so it's ever it, it's the entire family. Matthew West, his, like his, his smoking hot wife, uh-huh. his beautiful daughters. Beautiful daughters. We're saying it correct. Mm-hmm. Um, all in black turtlenecks, all wearing khaki slacks. Okay. So, slacks, yeah. So they were all in on the video. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here's the deal. Um, you guys just have to trust me on, on this, Padrishners, that um, I, I, they were all in on this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, they all knew that it was a joke. His whole family did. Uh-huh. Uh, his daughters don't dress like this all the time. They no. live in Nashville. Like that, that they, he's not forcing them to dress like this. And, uh, and they're a really nice family. Yeah. <laughs> they like, looked really nice. They're, they're super nice family. Yeah. They understood it was a bit. They understood mm-hmm. it was a joke. They, They're supporting their dad's move into Christian comedy. Wow. Um, <laughs> they, he should not be doing this. Like, um, But here's the thing. People are coming after his kids. They're literally like blowing up his kids' mm. Instagram, Facebook, TikTok account, those, those types of things. And they've had to put out like public statements for the kids. Wow. Yeah. Guys, That's kids are intense. off limits. Mm-hmm. And if you want to say you can't be oppressive to your girls like that, then maybe don't come after the girls. Right. Maybe maybe you don't oppress them. Yeah. How, how about he has more of a right to do it than you do? Mm-hmm. Okay. He Now, he doesn't have much of a right to oppress his kids, but he can lead a well, guy to me. You know, let's talk about him. oppression. Yeah. What, yeah. You, what you see is oppression and... He, he might just see his guidance, you yeah. know? Um, his uh, His wife is... A little bit more progressive than you think she might be. I'm I'm guessing. I'm gonna guess here. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that we're okay. I think that like I think his family is okay. 
I don't think that his daughters are no like oppressed and I don't no. think that they're that they're um abused or anything else like that. Okay. I think the biggest issue here is that when you make your living mm-hmm. as a Christian influencer whose ministry is music mm-hmm. to take your ministry and try to use that ministry to also produce a joke. Yeah. It's never going to be taken well. No. That that's our starting that's our baseline. There's not a whole lot of upside other than ha 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 that's funny it's clearly a joke. People who don't realize that it's a joke, they're going to go real deep real fast. And also, think about the current society that you're living in. Yeah. We're just we're still riding the the me too wave. We are dealing with all sorts of things, feminism, women being oppressed, all of this stuff. Think about it. Just take a beat and say, when an idea like that pops in your head, just take a beat and think, how is this going to be received in the current climate we're in? Yeah. Maybe not well. Perhaps I need to rethink it. Yeah. Um, also we're in a bit of a pandemic. You're probably not like running all your stuff by your, your people. Mm-hmm. Maybe run your Maybe stuff not. by your people. Um, so yeah. anyway, Maybe have, have a, a PR company that can help you with this. Stuff. So, yeah. Well, speaking of PR, uh, he did put out a, a message on his Instagram. Okay. Um, have you seen it? I have not. Okay, I'll read it. It says, I'm blessed to be the father of two amazing daughters. I wrote a song poking fun at myself for being an overprotective dad, and my family thought it was funny. The song was created as satire, and I realized that some people did not receive it as it was intended. Mm -hmm. I've taken the feedback to heart. The last thing I want is to distract from the real reason why I make music, to spread the message of hope and love to the world. Proud hashtag girl dad. Mm. Okay. I think we're good. I think so too. I appreciate what he said. Yeah. I'm hey, sorry guys. I it was it was meant to be funny. Mm-hmm. It was meant to be a satire. You didn't take it that way, and I apologize. Yeah. Can I tell you something I've said? Mm-hmm. There was a little boy who had a crush on my daughter. Mm-hmm. Kindergarten, first grade, five, six years old. Yeah. And I said, Come here, young man. Right in front of his parents. I said, Come here, young man. I said, What do you want to be if you grow up? If you Now, I thought it was a hilarious line. I'm just going to point this out to you. I threatened a five-year-old's life. Yeah. This is what I did. In front of his parents. In front of his parents, I threatened to murder a child. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. Girl dads are supposed to do things like that. But are we? That's the thing. That's the question. Okay. Like Mm -hmm. the whole idea of like standing at the front door with a gun or like when you, when your when your boy comes to pick you up for a date mm-hmm. having your dad sitting there cleaning a pistol, you know, like these are things that people just kind of like, they laugh about. Yeah. Andre, is that okay? So let me tell you a story. So my first semester at the end of my first semester of college, I came home for the Christmas holidays and there was a guy who was a very good friend of mine. In fact, I would say that at that time he was my best friend. We were in band together. We were really 
good friends. We sang together at church, all of this stuff. I knew that this guy liked me. Okay. I did not feel the same way about him. Okay. However, when I got home from, and this, I'm being super vulnerable right now. When I got home from my first semester at college, I was lonely and I wanted to have a boyfriend. Okay. This guy was an easy mark. So, wow. That sounds terrible. (laughs) That sounds worse than it was. But I, I get it. So all I had to do was give just a little bit of encouragement. Sure. Well, <laughs> this guy, this guy went. He got a little more serious than I intended. Way up front. Got it. That happens. So he showed up one day. I was at the church. I was playing piano. He comes in with some flowers for me, and I'm like, "This is weird." I go home where my dad and my parents are, and my dad goes. Guess who came to visit me in my office today? And I look at him and he goes, uh, yeah. Mark. Mark. Yeah. We'll call him Mark. Mark came to visit me in my office today. I'm like, what did Mark want? Mark went to my dad to ask him permission to date me. Okay. I was 18 years old, about Gr- to turn 19. Grown up. <laughs> Here's what my dad said. Yeah. I don't know. You'll have to ask her. I love your dad. That's what he said. Yeah. Now, would he say the same thing today? Oh, he actually absolutely would 100% say the same thing yeah. today. Yeah. Actually, at this point, he'd be like, for the love of God, yes. Yes. <laughs> so help me God, marry her. Um, that's your, what he would say. Yeah. Your mom would be like, let's go right now. Come on. Come on. Oh, man. Um, God, that sucks. Anyway. <laughs> It got dark. <laughs> it got real dark. But that's what he said. Yeah. Now, Mark yeah. was not asking for my hand in marriage. Sure. Dad may have responded differently if if yeah. he had been doing that. But he was just asking if he could date me, if he could take me out to dinner, if he could take me out for a cup of coffee. And my dad's response was, I don't know. You'll have to go ask Andrea. To this day, yeah. I think that is one of the best replies yeah ever yeah for sure i mean for a uh, for an adult a legal adult yes um yeah i i get that i mean i really do um there is some tradition when it comes to proposals and those types of things i mean and and some families are are a little bit more traditional Mm -hmm. um i'm more of a traditional type of person Mm -hmm. so i did ask julie's dad uh, for for permission to uh, get engaged to, to yes to propose and I actually I don't have an issue with that in fact I would want to know yeah that he has my parents blessing yes yeah for sure um by the way that story went uh, they asked me what I wanted for Christmas uh-huh. and I was like I don't know I mean you know whatever because they're like you know and then on Christmas I was like um I wanted to ask you this face to face. Um, what I'd love for Christmas is permission to marry your daughter. And, uh, and, uh, I was nervous and everything Mm -hmm. and he smiled and he shook my hand. He said, well said, absolutely. And, uh, and then he went and told my future mother-in-law who then cried for hours, like happy tears, you know, um, they later turned into, you know, whatever, but, uh, but but happy tears and totally gave it away. And Julie was Mm -hmm. like, why is she crying? I mean. It's Christmas, What's emotions, the holidays, know. you know, don't worry about it. Don't uh, ask her. We uh, we got engaged uh, four months later. Oh. 
And uh, and when it finally happened, mm-hmm. um, her her dad looked at me and says, "It's about time." <laughs> I thought you were going to propose on Christmas, yeah, or New Year's, maybe something. But now we waited. Uh, so anyway, um, so I understand that. But as yeah. far as like asking for, uh, hey, can I date your daughter? Mm-hmm. Now here's the thing: um, if a teenage boy came, Mister Johnson, <laughs> um, I really. Like Jillian and I was wondering, uh-huh. can I take her to the movies? Uh, I don't know how I feel about that. It really kind of depends on the boy. I think. I think so too. You and know. I, I think that. And I, 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 I respect the respect that comes with that. Yes. Yeah. And you know, a lot of traditions yeah. that we have come from biblical times. Sure. Right. Yeah. I mean, they come from. And when I say they come from the Bible, I'm not saying that they are good. No. And I'm not saying that they are um, uh, commandments or law, things that you have to do. I'm not saying that at all. I don't. I guys, listen, I'm 37. I don't think that I need my parents permission to get engaged. They're not going to be paying for my wedding. Okay. There's no wedding fund for Andrea. That's long gone. (laughs) Okay. That was spit in Cabo. That's long (laughs) gone. So, but so I'm not saying that biblically to be biblically correct, they no. have to ask, but there's just, there's tradition, there's respect, all of that. Yeah. I mean, did he bring a goat? <laughs> Please? No. I mean, cause here's the deal. Like there are descriptive text and there's prescriptive text. Right. Mm-hmm. And so like, just because things are traditional doesn't make them right. Right. And so there is a, a bit of a, um, like the patriarchy of we go and we ask the father, we bring a gift, we do that mm-hmm. whole thing and it's all arranged and, and everything. And it's not necessarily what works for 2021. Yeah. Um, and, and, and our culture it just doesn't work. Yeah. Um, and so, so there's that. Let's talk about some other things, mm-hmm. uh, in regards to like dress and that kind yeah. of things, if that's yeah. okay. Hey, hey, Jeffrey, Jeffrey, Maybe, just maybe, you control yourself. Yes, I Go don't. Ahead. I don't disagree. Yeah, but what is the responsibility as a Christian woman? What is my responsibility? I'll let you speak to that because I don't feel like I have the right to tell a woman <laughs> what her responsibility with anything is. I yeah. can talk theoretically, but I'm mm-hmm. not going to speak specifically. Okay, we'll talk. Let, Let's let's talk about it. Okay. I also because I want you to be thinking about this. Okay, what when you have a talk with your daughter yeah. about growing up, dressing modestly? Yeah, what is it that you would say to her? Okay, okay. So here, my only th- here are my only thoughts about maybe not my only thoughts, but here are my thoughts about <laughs> your starting thoughts. My starting thoughts about it. You, you know the scripture we've talked about the scripture that says everything is permissible, but not everything is profitable, profitable. Yeah. Not everything is for my good. Yeah. And that's how I think about dressing Yeah, as a woman. Anything's, anything's permissible. I can wear, I can wear whatever I want, but not everything is for my good. Yeah. Not everything is going to, is going to be profitable for me and, I don't really want to say it that way when we're talking about dressing. Um, not everything yeah, is, no, but you know it's what not I'm beneficial. It's not for beneficial. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not good. It's yeah. not good for me. Yeah. And so, you know, and 
And I also think about, uh, I'm on stage as on the worship team. Yep. Occasionally. And I don't wear dresses on stage. Usually, unless I'm wearing it, we're going to get into. I've never noticed that. You've but never yeah. noticed, okay, but but I, I understand. Um, unless we're we're going to get into some fashion, but unless I'm wearing leggings or something like that underneath, yeah. or a, like a a tunic with jeans or pants underneath, because and here's why, because I'm uncomfortable in it. Okay. Because I'm up on a stage, I'm higher. Well, first of all, let's just talk about it. Not everybody knows this. Mm-hmm. When a stage is two feet, three feet high. Um, eye level is also waist level. Yes. Okay. So eye level for the congregation is now waist level for you. So ladies and gentlemen, uh-huh. be aware. Um, it's one of the reasons why before I ever walk on a stage, I check my fly because mm-hmm. that's the first thing they're going to see. That's what they're going to see. If my zipper's down, I don't want that. That's embarrassing. No. Okay, no. go ahead. So that's just me because if I am in a position, um, of leadership and leading worship, I want to be comfortable. I'm not comfortable wearing a dress like that. Yeah. I just am not. I've done it a couple of times and every time I've done it, I the only thing I'm thinking is sure. is my dress tucked into my underwear? Is my oh. dress going to come up? Can people see straight up my skirt? Am I you know that's all I'm yeah. thinking about yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. just me. Yeah. I don't wear a lot of dresses sure. in general. Yep. Because that's just me. Not everybody feels that way. Yeah. Some people are perfectly comfortable in dresses and they have no issues. Sure. And that's fine. I'm not I'm not going to tell you that you shouldn't wear a dress. I am going to tell you that if you're on stage, don't wear a short dress. Yeah. If it even feels kind of short, don't wear it. Well, and <clears throat> there's also a, a leadership factor there. Mm-hmm. Whatever your leader says goes. Yes. And don't argue. Um, the, the, if there's a rule in place, it's there for a reason. It's there for... Uh, God's glory and your good. Yeah. So th- there's yeah. there's that. If you want to wear a skirt on stage, mm-hmm. you can, but understand that there is, a, well, it, it kind of goes to what I talk about with my daughter when it mm-hmm. comes to pretty much all things like this. Yeah. Okay. Or do you want to know? I mean, yeah. can I, no, can I go into go it? For it. Um, we talk about reading the room. Mm. Okay. That, that's we talk about it a lot. We started about second grade whenever she was trying to make everybody laugh mm-hmm. in her classroom, and her teacher was like, "It stops today." Um, we talked about reading the room. When is it appropriate to try to make people laugh, and when is it not appropriate to try to make people laugh? And that's how the conversation started. Mm-hmm. We also started talking about don't try to make your friends laugh; make the teacher laugh. Mm. If you can pop the teacher, everything will be okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it also means that you're uh, that what you're saying is actually funny and it's not just a fart joke. Right. Right. Like right. kids will laugh at pretty much anything st- stupid, mm-hmm. but if you can get the teacher to laugh, you've probably done something well. Learn or, what that or is. Witty right? Or witty yeah, or. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's well thought out. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it, it was in the moment. Like, you know, even if it's a surprise, like it just means that your instincts are good. But we talk about reading the room. Um, when I'm frustrated and I'm on my computer or I'm in my office and I'm working um, and I'm frustrated because I'm, stuff is going on. Mm-hmm. People get frustrated and my kids come in, read the room. Yeah. Right now I'm frustrated. I don't care about your video game. Right. And so we talk about like, and we do that in a nice way. Okay. Mm-hmm. But we also talk about it in making sure that we act appropriately. When we go to a nice restaurant, mm-hmm. we read the room, we sit there quietly. Right. When we go to Chuck E. Cheese, it's all bets off. Yeah. Free go, for all. Go. 
right? Uh, if we go to a nice wedding, you sit there quietly, right? When we go to the reception, you get on the dance floor, you shake your tail. This is, you, you understand what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, it's all about reading the room. And so the same thing applies for clothing. I do not expect you to wear a raincoat in the swimming pool. Right. I really don't. If we go to like a Great Wolf Lodge and we, there's going to be water slides, mm-hmm. I think it's a smarter idea to wear a two a, a one piece rather than a two piece so that way your bottoms don't fall off. Mm-hmm. It, it is a function over fashion situation. Right. And so wear whatever you're comfortable wearing, um, but but do so where the function makes sense. In church, it does not make sense to dress in uh, in stuff that's revealing. Yeah. Now, does my daughter wear a spaghetti strap dress to church? Sure. Why not? Yeah. What? Why not? Um, am I going to be upset if she, if, when she's a teenager and she actually starts, you know, developing as a woman if she wears spaghetti straps? No. Am I going to? Am I going to say something if all of a sudden, like, it looks like she's not wearing a lot of clothes to church? Mm-hmm. Well, what's the purpose of that? Because right. the room doesn't call for that. Mm-hmm. Not the church that we go to. Now. If she's going to, you know, some cool church in, you know, in California or something like that, and it's on the beach, that's how everybody dresses, then it would look weird for you to show up in a turtleneck mm-hmm. and in slacks. And so read the room, whatever's appropriate for the room yeah. is probably going to be okay. So that that's kind of how we talk about all things. Uh, even um, yesterday, uh, I told my son, I was like, hey, I want you to wear a golf shirt. Are we going golfing? No. I want you to wear a golf shirt. Why? Because it's going to be the most appropriate thing for today. Why? Kept asking why, because he doesn't like wearing them, right? Mm-hmm. But I was like, I want you to wear a golf shirt because it's light, it's cool, but it will look nice in pictures. Mm-hmm. That's why I need you to wear a golf shirt. And he goes, okay. He went and put on a golf shirt, put it on because it was appropriate for the time. Yeah. Most of the time he's wearing, you know, some sort of graphic t-shirt, which is fine. But for... An yeah. event, we wear a go- we we wear the the collared shirt, so it looks good in picture. But he's also comfortable. Mm-hmm. Function over fashion. So yeah, th- there you go. That's kind of how the conversations that we have. I, I will also say that reading the room also un- means understanding the people that you're around. Mm-hmm. And so, if you're going to be someplace with um, a lot of horny teenage boys, mm-hmm. then it's okay to. Feel like you can be comfortable around your friends without being objectified. Yeah. Because you're more than just an object. Yes. Okay. Yes, you are. So you can dress however you feel comfortable, but if you're dressing to be objectified, I have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. That That's where my problem is. My problem isn't like, listen, if you want to wear short shorts and do a dance on TikTok, I don't have a problem with that. I have a problem if you're doing it to be seen or to become an object. Mm-hmm. Especially, I mean, and as a dad, I think my kids are special. I get, I get it. But my kids are smart. They're mm-hmm. funny. They're good friends. They're caring people. They have so much more to offer than the fact that they might be that they might be attractive, mm-hmm. which they are. They're good looking yeah. kids. But. Well, and your your value is not. If that's the only thing that you find your value in, then right. we need to have a talk because right. you have you have more right. value than that. That's not 
that's not doesn't even scratch the surface sure. of where your value yeah. is found, where your worth is found. Yeah. And so that's kind of always been my thing is By the way, we've stopped talking about the song at this point, right? I think so. Yeah, we're I just mean, talking we're, about we're just, just talking in about general. The yeah. church's reaction to yeah. modesty yeah. and and purity culture. I mean, we've talked about purity culture too a little bit on this show and and what that means. And you know, I read a I read a tweet this week from some late somebody I don't know that said <laughs> And it cracked me up. And it said a guy once chastised me for wearing immodest Birkenstocks. Now, do you know what Birkenstocks are? Yeah, I have a pair. Yeah. Yeah. It's, They're it, the sandals Jesus wore. Yes. Uh, really. I mean, that's what they are. And she said, I assumed his objection to was to them being shiny silver because that's whatever, showy, whatever. Wow. Uh, but no, he clarified with an extensive rant about how this uh, particular strap placement accentuated anatomical features of my foot in ways that made him uncomfortable. Okay, well, that's that guy's problem. That is that guy's problem. So Yeah, that guy's got issues. Yes, and the thread went on and it was like, clearly. But so you, you have to balance. I, I, I think that it's, it's good to be aware and I think men need to be aware too. And I know we don't talk about men's clothing very much. Yeah. But you talked about it with uh, when you're on stage mm-hmm. and you know it's right at waist level, you're wearing tight jeans. Yeah. Let's just I mean let's just talk about it. Let's just say it. Men need to be aware of that. Yeah. Just like women. And so Now I have an excuse because I'm a large fellow so all of my <laughs> jeans end up being tight. Sorry. Sometimes they're tighter than other times. I mean, it depends on what I had for dinner the previous <laughs> I <evening>. mean, listen, <laughs> but it, I don't, there's nothing wrong with being aware. In fact, I think that's our responsibility yeah. to be aware of what you have on, how you feel in it. Yeah. And then how it works in the situation. Yeah. Is it appropriate for the in. room? Yeah, 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 absolutely. And, but yeah. let me tell you, let me tell you what it shouldn't be. Okay. Okay. It shouldn't be that a young lady's body image is defined by someone else's opinion. Right. That's that's where purity culture gets it all wrong. Mm-hmm. Here's our opinions. So you need to live up to that. And other yeah. than that, if you don't do that, then you're just an attention-seeking slut. Right. Which is which is how it comes across. Exactly. Um, I want my daughter to feel confident and comfortable. Mm-hmm. And dress however she feels like she wants to express mm-hmm. herself, right? That that's yeah. that's that's what I want. Um, also, when you tell a girl to dress less attractive, it's reverse body shaming. Mm-hmm. You, but you're still shaming. <laughs> there, you're still bringing shame. Yeah, when there shouldn't be any. Yeah, I feel so ashamed that I'm wearing Birkenstocks because this guy's into toe and into toe cleavage. Because <laughs> he's he's got a foot fetish. Yeah. I mean. Honestly, I read I read another story this week where this girl was talking about sitting on a bench um, outside somewhere and there were two sitting next to each other. And this old man said this old man came and asked if he could sit by her. She thought it was a little weird since the other bench was open, but she was trying to be nice, which we've all found ourselves. There are very few women who have not found themselves in some kind of situation like this trying to be nice. So she said yes. And he sits down way too close. Yeah. 
I'm just going to pause you real quick. Uh-huh. There is a podcast called My Favorite Murder. Please don't listen to it. But <laughs> one of uh, one of their catchphrases is F nice. Yeah. Don't be nice. That's mm-hmm. how girls get murdered. Okay, yes. go ahead. Um, and so he sits too close to her and tells her, this is what he says, I'm a dirty old man, but I'm harmless. My wife always tells me to leave the girls alone. Oh, and then laughs at him at himself. She said she couldn't get up and move away fast enough. Yeah. And this is the part that struck me. She said, men, stop behaving this way. Women do not exist for your pleasure. Uh, correct. And I think that's a little bit. And we, I mean, we just had Dr. Marty on talking about complementarianism. Is that right? Yeah. That's a long word. Um, you, and, and it's late. And it's late. <laughs> I'm tired. Um, just we're just talking about that what is a woman's role and here's here's something that the church has gotten wrong and we think that women are only on this earth to bring pleasure yeah. to men whether it's in a married relationship whether it's visual whether it's cooking whether whatever it is yeah listen men let me just tell you that's not why that's not why your wife exists that's very true it's not why any other woman exists, but that's, that's not even very true. not even why your wife exists. Yeah. Um, can we stop? I'm talking I'm talking to 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 the men parishioners right now. Can we please stop sexualizing all women yeah. and then preaching at them like it's their fault for mm-hmm. doing it? Like um the Bible says that if so, if your eye causes you to sin, gouge it out. So if you don't like what you're seeing, gouge out your own eyes. Yeah. Do that. If you really can't see a girl Wear a sleeveless shirt without lusting after her. Just gouge your eyes out. That's mm-hmm. what the Bible says to do. And also, a legal disclaimer, don't gouge your eyes out. Um, I don't <laughs> want to be sued. And for, then sue us. Yeah, 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 do. yeah don't, don't do that. Here, but, here's what we're telling you to do. Stop lusting after women. <laughs> yeah, like deal with your own stuff. Yeah. Stop, stop saying, oh, well, that's causing, oh, mm-hmm. she's causing me to stumble. No, she isn't. You know what's causing you to stumble? The sin in your heart. Hey, yeah. hey, guys, do me a favor. Stop watching porn. There that, you go. Uh, uh, hey, hey, there you go. If you stop looking at every woman as if they're a sexual uh, object, guess what? They'll stop being a sexual object. Mm-hmm. You'll find out they might be your friend. How about yeah. that? What do you know? Well, and think about the scripture that says if you lust after a woman in your heart, you've already committed adultery. Hey, guess what? In that situation, you're the one who's already committed the sin. That's right. The woman that That's you're right. lusting after has not done anything. That's right. Has has nothing to repent for in that situation. Wow. You do. My mom told me when I was growing up, I was telling her somebody I had a problem with. Not in this kind of way. Not in this kind of way. Yeah. Not in this kind of situation. I was just saying, I have I have a problem with this person. I can't get along, blah, blah, blah. She goes, you know, when you say you have a problem, you know who's the one with the problem is? It's you. Yeah. And it it made me think, okay, I'm, I need to look at my own self. Yeah. Is my problem with this person because they annoy me, because they're challenging me, because guess what? Guess I'm the, who's the me? Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, one of my pastors said it this way. Uh, that person, you said that person gets on your nerves. You're the problem, not them. (laughs) 
You ain't supposed to have any nerves. Your, <laughs> your flesh is supposed to be dead. Oh. You're, supposed, you're supposed to die to your flesh. If he's getting on your nerves, it's because you still got nerves to be gotten on. Mm-hmm. And listen, nobody can stand close enough to give you a hug without also standing close enough to step on your toes. Mm-hmm. So just be careful whenever you start talking about people getting on your nerves and you don't want anybody stepping on your nerves. It also means they can't be close enough to love you. That's so good. That's so, that's harsh, man. Isn't that harsh? But yeah, it's good. It's, it's truth. Yeah. I mean, so that's the problem with purity culture, right? The 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 idea uh in, in regards to kind of this whole subject of let's let's shame women into wearing things that make men feel comfortable. I, I'm not mm-hmm. down for that. Um there now I will say this. There are people that when I see clothes that they're wearing, I say that is not appropriate for this situation mm-hmm. has nothing to do with their body other than the fact maybe that doesn't look good on them. Mm-hmm. Maybe that, or you are on stage and that just, it doesn't work. It just doesn't work. It's okay to say that that doesn't work. Yeah. It's okay to admit to it. And you don't have to like, you know, get all offended because you don't get to wear your effing pearls. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. And can I, can I tell y'all something? I'm going to be really real. Okay. And I don't I don't want this to hurt anyone's feelings. But something that I learned as an adult, there are some things that a skinny woman with a flat chest can wear and it looks appropriate. Mm-hmm. That a woman that's a little bit larger with a little bit larger chest cannot wear without it looking inappropriate in certain situations. Yeah. That's just the truth. I'm sorry. It's just the truth. And you can also say the exact thing opposite. The exact opposite. Something that, you know, that the second lady that you described wears, <laughs> if you put it on someone that's a, that's a stick, it's going to look it's going to look bad. Mhm. Like there's reason that fashion is made for people of all different shapes and sizes yes. because there's people of all different shapes and sizes. Don't, and also don't try to be something that you're no. not. Wear stuff that is comfortable for you. Wear stuff that you like. Yeah. Wear stuff that's in your size. Please. That'll go a long way to making you feel more comfortable if you buy clothes that are in the right size yeah. for you. Yeah. It also makes you uh, look nicer. It hey, does. I saw a picture of myself mm-hmm. from, because uh, it, you know, my daughter's birthday was this week. And so you get all those uh, images that show up and right. I'm like, oh, here, here she is on her first birthday, you know? And I'm like, was I that fat or did I just not know how to dress? And Julie was like, straight up, you did not know how to dress. I'm like, I wonder what size shirt that was. She was like, that was a three X and you did not need to wear a three X. Like I, but I was mm-hmm. trying to cover up. Right. All, I just was wearing the wrong size clothes. Yeah. And when I found Oh, here's the size that I wear. That's good. There you go. And then if you if you if you change body style, your body style changes. Yeah. Change your clothes. Change your clothes. I ha- I have a rule once every four years. Every presidential election, I buy I buy new clothes. Okay. Yeah, I figure I figure every four years. And yeah. guys' clothes are pretty. I mean, yeah. Let's I mean, not let's not talk about how much yeah. easier it is for guys than yeah. girls. I mean, I can just go buy a couple suits, a couple shirts. Department. Yeah. 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 Um, so, so rude. So can we be done with the closed conversation? You think? I think so. All right, I cool. Think so, uh, let's get into the bee. Oh, no, not the bees. Not the bees. Ah! 
Sports Illustrated releases hotly anticipated modest attire issue. Popular sports and men's magazine Sports Illustrated has released its long-awaited annual modest attire issue, sources confirmed Friday. Uh, The yearly release features godly women in various states of conservative dress and has always been the magazine's best-selling issue each year. Oh, man. I just... (laughs) Oh, no, not the beast! Ah! All right. What's your not for me this week? All right. My not for me is when my car battery dies. Oh, that's the worst. Isn't that the worst? Yeah. I, so I was so excited because I was working a half day from home today. Okay. I'm like, oh, this is great. I'm going to go into the office for a few hours. Pause. You could have come over here earlier. <laughs> I could have, but you went ahead and told me to wait. Okay, it's fair. It's fair. Go ahead. I'm like, you know what? I don't want to bake in that room at five o'clock in the afternoon. Instead, I'll bake it ten thirty. Ten thirty. Just slow burn. Um. Yeah. So I was so excited because we're gonna work a half day. Yeah. I go out to my car at noon to head home. I'm like, I have a couple of things I have to go do, and then I'm going home to finish working. Sure. My car won't start. Oh. <sighs> sucks it's the worst and then i had to go buy a new battery yeah and it was which are cheap no they're not (laughs) i'm like uh where do you buy your batteries 200 bucks yeah so my truck my truck has two batteries oh (laughs) and they're impossible to get to like you literally have to take off like structure to Mm -hmm. get to the batteries it's terrible yeah no i remember when i had my mini my dad and i were reminiscing as he was helping me change the battery today um how horrible it was yeah. on my mini cooper you had to take like the entire engine apart to change a spark plug oh my gosh i'm like this is so nice you just lift it up put the new one in done and it started right up and you so. drive a range roger is that right yes a, a range roger <laughs> okay great fantastic <laughs> um seth what is your not for me my not for me is pancake side plates now stay with me Okay. When I don't know when the last time you went out to like a breakfast restaurant mm-hmm. was, but like at an IHOP uh, or uh, or any of these places, when you when you order your meal and you get a side of pancakes, okay, okay, so like um, say you're getting uh, like the the Grand Slam or whatever mm-hmm. at Denny's, and so you get the eggs and you get the bacon, you get all that stuff on one plate, but then they put a side plate there of pancakes. You might have two pancakes on a little side plate. Are you with me? Is everybody tracking with I me? I am. I'm trying to figure out why these are not for you. The side plates of pancakes are the exact <laughs> circumference <laughs> of the pancake of the themselves. Pancake. Yes. Which makes, as, as soon as you pour syrup on this thing, it goes on the table. Which is why all the tables in those restaurants are, are sticky. sticky. Yes. Um, can, I don't understand. Can we either make the pancakes slightly smaller? Don't do that. Or can we make the plates slightly larger? Or or can we just maybe a different plate that you already have in back that we can um, make sure that the syrup doesn't get everywhere? Pancake yeah. side plates are my not for me this make week. Make the pancakes a little smaller, but okay. throw an extra one on there. Um, listen, I'm down for this. I'm completely down for this. I like it. I'm Otherwise, uh, so so if you do find yourself in a situation where you do have a pancake side plate and it, and you realize as soon as you pour, so here's what you do. Um, 
you uh, take a, a knife and right in the center of the stack, mm-hmm. do like an X, like cut an X into the center so that it okay. makes like a, a little a little uh, receptacle for your syrup mm-hmm. and then put the syrup into the middle of the pancakes. Yeah. Uh, then as soon as you cut your first slice out, you'll have pancake right. syrup mm-hmm. kind of and you'll be able to dip. You'll be yeah. able to dip. There, there you yeah. go. Okay. So there you go. Um, I really want some pancakes now. <laughs> that sounds good. That sounds real good. Hey, real quick. There is a Waffle House challenge called the All-Star Challenge. You know, the, the, their uh-huh. big thing is the All-Star. Okay. It's got eggs, bacon, I think grits, toast, and a waffle. Oh, my gosh. Okay. It's the All-Star. Uh-huh. And the challenge is you have to eat the whole thing while Smash Mouth's All-Star plays. <laughs> I love it. told me the world is as soon as it starts playing, you start shoveling your face as fast as you can. So that means you have three minutes and 20 seconds to, to eat the, the entire thing. You don't get anything if you win. It's just one of those. It's just fun. Yeah. Until you barf it all up. <laughs> uh, waffle. Okay. So are you a fan of a Waffle House? Nope. No. Okay. Me either. Uh, I saw this. Uh, these guys had a bet. Um, mm. and, uh, and one of the guys lost the bet. And when he loses the bet... He's got to spend 24 hours in a Waffle House. That was the losing the bet was spending 20. But for every waffle that he ate, he got to reduce it by one hour. So (laughs) he stayed 15 hours. He couldn't eat any more waffles. Oh, my word. He ate nine waffles. All right, Andrea, that's a show. Yes. But our thoughts and opinions don't have to be the final word, dear listener. We'd love to hear your thoughts and opinions about purity culture, Matthew West, uh, just in general, this particular song, really any of the things, waffles, uh, pancake side plates, car batteries, any of the things that we talked about today. Yes. Don't forget to like, follow, and comment on all the socials. We are at Dropping Sunday on all of the things on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Yeah. And uh, as a reminder for every comment that you leave on any of those, we will uh, give, uh, we'll donate to a charity or ministry. Yes. And remember, the greatest compliment that you could give us is to listen to this episode and then to tell a friend to listen and then tell them to subscribe for next week. Yes. Because we are going to be back next week. Uh, Until then. This is Seth. This is Andrea. And this is Dropping Sunday. 